This is the Good News Station, WCNO, Palm City. I'm Robert Cook, pastor of Joy Faith Christian Center, encouraging you to join me each weekday morning, Monday through Fridays at 7 a.m. here on WCNO 89.9 FM for the Positive Change broadcast. WCNO's broadcast day is underwritten by Krause and Crane Incorporated, celebrating 50 years of air conditioning service to the Martin County area. Since 1957, Krause and Crane certified technicians have serviced all makes and models of air conditioners and provides an energy savings agreement for any commercial or residential need. Krause and Crane, the service and replacement specialist with over 50 years of experience, is available 24 hours for emergency service at 287-1227. Golden Rule Academy is now enrolling for the 2013-2014 school year. If you live in St. Lucie County and have a desire for your child's education to include Christian values and principles, then we want to meet you. Golden Rule Academy offers small class sizes, caring Christian educators, sports, and both accelerated and paced ESE programs. Free K-12 grade scholarships are available and going fast. Call today, 464-1597. Again, that's 464-1597. Golden Rule Academy, training up children in the way they should go for over eight years. Good morning. I'm Pastor Bob Tarvis, your host for the Revealing Truth radio broadcast. I want to invite you to listen in today as Pastor Jason Baumgartner takes us on a journey through God's Word that will reveal truths for our lives. John 8.32 says, And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Grab a pen and take some notes, and let the Holy Spirit reveal the Father's heart to you. Somebody give him praise today. Praise the Lord. Just give him, just give him glory for turning your life and taking the bitterness out of your life and turning you into something beautiful this morning. God takes all the hurt away. He takes all the pain away. He takes all the suffering away. That's what's so awesome about God. Somebody said, well, I don't like the job that I got. I'm tired of working this job. I don't, I don't like the money I make. I don't make enough money. I just want a different job. I'm miserable. I, why ain't God working this to my good? Well, it, it takes time. Come on, somebody. It takes time. You find out if you stay in there a couple years later, somebody will come along and they'll say, I've seen how hard you work. I've seen your life that you laid down. I've seen the goodness in you. I've seen the right attitude. I'm going to promote you into your destiny. And then you end up with your dream job, making more money than you ever thought you could make, working less hours than you ever thought you'd have to work, all because God took those couple of years in your misery and worked it together for your good. But you've got to let Him do it. A lot of times we quit too soon. Oh, this is hurting. This is painful. I can't do this. You're going to get hurt. You're going to get challenged. A lot of times you'll get hurt and challenged right in the church that you go to. And the worst thing that you can do for your life is walk out the back door and go, I'll never come back here. Hmm? you got to let God work it in you. Amen? God works the situations of our life to His good, to your good, to all of our good. You ever had anything in your life driving you crazy before? I have. 
Some things just drive you nuts, man. I, I had a bunch of stuff in my life that was just depressing before. Just weighing down on me. But I can stand here and testify today. God took all those things in my life and turned them for my good. And He's still taking the pressures and the stresses of my life. And He's turning to my good. I don't have to live at the place that I lived at. I can live in a new place. Amen? Does anybody here know what I'm talking about? Verse 11, he says this. He says, I know where you are and I got something good for you. And the third thing he says is this. I got a plan. Somebody say, I got a plan. He said, for I know the thoughts or the plans that I think towards you, says the Lord. Thoughts of peace and not evil to give you a future and a hope. That word plan right there is a very interesting word. One translation, uh, you know, the translation we're reading right now says thoughts. Um, and we, we talked about this last week or the week before last. But that word thoughts or plans right there is literally an accounting term. It literally means to be accounted for, to be taken stock of. It's, it says that I, it means I have taken the, the balance of your life and, and, and I've finished balancing this account on your life and I came up with a positive result for you. It's a good thing. I've looked at it. And, and this is what God's saying. He's saying when I look at your life and I add up all the assets and I add up all the, all the disbursements, all the things that are coming out of it, I still see something positive. It's a good plan. Somebody say it's a good plan. I mean, that's because God don't make no junk. Touch somebody and say, you ain't junk. Hmm? And God doesn't create people to fail. We have failing people, but God does not create people to fail. And God doesn't just create you to take up space on the planet. That's not why you're here, amen? He made a plan for you before you were in your mother's womb. He planned your life. He made a set of instructions, a purpose, and a destiny that He wants your feet to walk on, amen? I think one of the worst tragedies in the world is for people to live their entire life and never understand what their purpose was. Come on, somebody. I mean, the graveyard is the place of the most unrealized potential in the world. Destinies and futures and purposes buried, never realized, dreams, never lived. He says, I have thoughts for you. I got plans for you. Plans that will give you a future. Plans that will give you a hope. They are plans that were filled with good news and good things. And, and, and I want to do good. I want to have good purposes in your life. Those are the plans that I got for you. Everybody say good. good. I like that word good, don't you? That word good in Jeremiah 29.11 is the same word used for weaver. Somebody say weaver or tapestry. It's something magnificent. It's a, it's a type of a masterpiece. Come on, I, I know all of us in here, we don't know what a weave is, but some of us know what a weave is, don't we? They take live hair and they take these long extensions and they do something with the heat. Am I getting it right, girls? And they, they melt it onto your head. And then you can have short hair one day, and the next day you got real long hair. Is that right? Yeah, they plant it right in there, right? Just melt it in there. They braid it in and heat it up. No, they don't. They weave it in there. Come on, amen. That's what God. That's kind of what God does. I need a weave. You think I got enough up there to be braided? There's hope yet. Every one of my hairs are numbered, just they ain't all still in there. That's kind of what God does. He takes us what's dead and mixes it with what's alive. Come on. And when he's done with it, we all look a lot better than we did before. Hmm? Hmm. 
Come on, how many, anybody in here today, you got some old dead stuff in your life? God put some life on it and changed you forever? Amen. That's good news, amen? Yes. I go to this auction up here on Friday night sometimes because they got stuff so cheap and you just, there are all kinds of like housewares and stuff you can just get so cheap. And uh, Kim and I, Kim and I, I got my, I got my pulpit there. $75. Pretty cool. It's really a wine wet bar. We redeemed it. I'll buy that. Looks good, don't it? Anyway, I was down here at this auction the other night. I go, we go down to Kim and I go down there frequently. And when we go down there, they have, a lot of times they have these little area rugs, Oriental rugs, you know, these Persian rugs and Oriental rugs that are, a lot of them are just cheap copies, and they all look alike. You can pick them up for $3 and $5 and stuff like that and, and, uh, and, and get a good deal on them. And you put them on your floor, and they'll last, you know, six, seven months, sometimes a little bit longer. But they start fraying and coming apart because they're really just cheap, substandard, you know, run off the mill somewhere in Georgia. They're all blueprints of each other, copies, and they're real cheap. They got juke back on the, you know, the, the backing on the back is all the same. And, you know, but on the face of them, when they're brand new, they look really nice. But you can tell the quality of a carpet by how long it'll last. Now, over in the Oriental countries and over in the Middle East, they make these Persian rugs and these Oriental carpets. And, and uh, if you've ever seen them, they're very, very expensive. Some of them for a small rug are thousands of dollars. But when you turn them over on the back, they're a mess. They've they got frayed knots all over them and strings hanging out everywhere because they make them on a loom. And they're really made by an artist. And there are no two rugs identical. Every one of them are custom made, and they're made by an artist. And they're, and they're, weaved, they're weaved together on a loom by this artist. And they're, they're just pieces of art. They're works of art. Amen? Just like the Mona Lisa is a work of art. Leonardo da Vinci painted the Mona Lisa. It's a beautiful work of art. It's priceless. It's one of a kind. There's only one. But how many know you can go just about any Walmart in the country and buy a picture of the Mona Lisa for about $2.99 without the frame? Hmm? because it's not the original one. The original one, you can't put a number on it. They say it's priceless, which means you can't assign a number to it. They all look the same, but there's only one work of art. There's only one masterpiece. There's only one original Mona Lisa. Say, Pastor, why are you telling me this? I'm telling you this because God is weaving through you the tapestry of your life, the things in you that are making you into the masterpiece that you are. You didn't know you was a masterpiece, did you? Listen, folks, you are not some copy. You are not a copy. You are not a statistic. You are not a number in the middle of the human race. We are all humans. We all make up the human race. But you are an original, one of a kind. And God is working in you and through you to process you into the masterpiece that He has called you to be. You are a masterpiece woven together by a true artist and His name is God. Working through you. Amen? I mean, when you look at the back of the cheap carpet, they all look the same. But when you look at the back of a masterpiece, it's got all that stuff hanging all over it. And it looks all, it looks terrible. It's like somebody made a big mess and the knots are disorganized and nothing makes sense and, and nothing is asymmetrical. And if you're OCD, you can't look at it. Hmm? If you're one of the people that when you walk in the house and you've got a fireplace and you've got to have two matching candles on each side... And then two same size picture frames. And then a center picture. Don't look at the back of one of these carpets. It will mess you up. But when you turn that carpet over on the other side, you will see the beauty 
and the masterpiece and the work of art the artist has made it into. And I know sometimes we go through some things in our life and we feel like God has abandoned us and God has left us behind and we've suffered and we don't understand why things went the way they went. But we've got to come to the place that God knows where we are and He has a plan. It's a good plan. He knows what He's up to and He hasn't left us there. He's still doing a work in you. And when you go out into the world, He flips you over so that everybody can see the work of art that you are. That's God's plan. And you thought those things that were coming against you were coming against you to destroy your life and to kill you. But God says, no, it's not taking you out. I'm going to use that very thing that has come against you to kill you to work into your life something more beautiful than you ever thought it could be. The very thing that you thought would end you will be the very thing that will make you stand out and become beautiful to a lost and dying world. That's how my father works. He says, I've come to give you a plan, to give you a future and a hope. That means that there's an expected end to all this stuff in our life. We're going to be in heaven one day. A finished product. Beautiful. Living outside of time. This life is nothing more than living on the loom. And letting God work in us. Instead of the devil come along and destroy us. God is bringing and working in us a destination. Not just for eternity, but a destination for here. A destination of abundant living. A a destination of living a life that is completely satisfied. That overflows with His goodness. It overflows with His righteousness. So that when I'm turned around, everybody sees what God's done in my life. Instead of being a mess that I thought I was. Instead of being in the midst of the hell that I thought I was in. What people really see is what God's done. Is it painful? Yeah. Does it hurt? Yeah. Would you rather not go through it? Of course. But on the other side, ladies and gentlemen, you'll become better than you ever thought you could be. I said this to you last week. Everything in life will cause you to either. Everything that you go through in life on this journey. Everything change you you won't be the same after you go through it you'll be one of two things you'll either be better or you'll be bitter I challenge you today let God make you better 